Hey guys, this is Crystal North of True North Leadership and Kimberly Romanoff from Romanoff Enterprises. We are here today to talk to you about grace and growth. Enjoy the podcast. Ready? I'm sitting here poolside while my daughter plays in the pool by herself. I catch up on work and she is making up dances to the greatest showman soundtrack, all of which brings all of the feels to me. This weekend, I didn't know what to expect and I went into it with an open mind and open heart. And all of the feels, guys, they hurt me way harder than I thought they would. Listen on as I get emotional talking about my divorce and how it felt. Thank you. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning, sissy. It is so hard to believe that I was just with you a week ago, and now I am back in New Hampshire, and you're there, and I miss you so much. I miss you so much. I just have to say, you are so pretty, and you have, like, the cutest classes on right now. It's kind of like a nerd alert, but, like, super cute. Well, thanks. (laughs) I have started to realize that as I am getting older in life, I need to take care of my eyes a little bit because I stare at my computer and I get like not feeling good. And so I just have like a mild uh, prescription, but my eyes are like football shaped. And so I have a stigmatism or something. And so in order for me to avoid feeling nausea throughout the day, I need to wear my glasses more often. Yep. The struggle's real. The struggle is real. It's amazing, you know, as you start getting older, like the things you have to do. Oh, yeah, I know. It's it's crazy because like you just said, you're like, it's weird that you were the, you were here a week ago. And I'm like, man, oh, man, it was a week ago. And your 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 flight back home was kind of crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. So um, no, I was not on Spirit Airlines, which I know Spirit is canceling a bunch of flights and stuff because of lack of personnel. So no, that's just unfortunate as it is. But due to weather, we had a really hard time getting out of Florida. So we were supposed to leave on, was it Tuesday? Mm -hmm. Tuesday. And um, we had a bunch of delays and stuff. And before we were going to miss our connection in Baltimore and get stuck there, Belle and I made the decision to stay in Florida for one more night. And I tell you, my sister handled that with such complete grace. I was so (laughs) grateful because obviously I was stressed out, right? Like we had already been there since Friday. It was a long fucking five days. Belle only had one meltdown. Overall, we had a great time. Um, But, you know, I mean, being out of routine and then with the unknown and the anxiety around traveling, having a daughter like Belle, it gets a little bit more intensified. And so I really appreciated you, Kim, and your ability to just say, no problem, come and pick us up. And I literally worked, thank God I had my work computer and I was able to work from your house the next day and you were off and you could help with Belle. Like that couldn't have worked out any more perfectly. So I definitely believe in like, thank you universe for (laughs) giving you as my savior for last week. Yeah, of course. We ended up getting this on the same, trying to get on the same flight that night, the next night at Wednesday night at six and they canceled it. And I saw the canceled shit on the screen and the text message. And I was like, oh my God, no, we're going home. And Sissy was at a client's house. And so I was like, what am I going to do? 
my bag was already in Manchester because it had gotten out earlier. Um, we had nothing like we literally, you should have seen my work outfit on Wednesday. And, um, so we, I literally booked a flight on JetBlue from Fort Lauderdale, took an Uber with Belle down to Fort Lauderdale. I'm not even going to get into the situation with my 10 year old going on 30 year old kid, because she was like very demanding about this flight situation, but we got home. Long story short, Lauren picked us up at midnight next morning, went and got my bag and we were good to go. Um, but it was definitely a lot. Belle, the next on the way home, didn't want to go to camp and like really gave me a hard time because she struggles that I do anything with anybody else but her. Um, but we got through it. We got through it. It was long and, and we ended up by getting home. Southwest was great and refunded my flight and, and all that good stuff. But I tell you, you know, and as stressful as it was, it seems like it was a million years ago. Like so no. much has happened since then. You know what I mean? I know. Like, so, like what? Like, tell me what else has happened since it? Well, um, life has happened. So we, so Belle went to her grandmother's house for the weekend because I had a two day competition for CrossFit, which was intended to be incredibly fun. I signed up for it a while ago with my really good friend, Kim and her husband. And, um, you know, I had found a, um, a birdhouse in my cabinets when I was cleaning them out last, last week or the week before. And I found a um, birdhouse that Pip, my ex-husband's stepfather, had made for me. And it's beautiful, handcrafted birdhouse, but it has the initial C and F on it, right? So that's my old name, not my new name, but that's my ex-husband's initials and his daughter's initials. So on Thursday, I reached out to his daughter and I said, hey, do you, you know, I'm competing in Amiskeg this weekend. I was competing at CrossFit Amiskeg in Manchester. Um, do you want me to leave the birdhouse for you there? And she said she didn't want it, but her dad would, of course, because why the hell would she want her grandfather's birdhouse? Like, I mean, I would, yeah. but whatever, she, she wouldn't. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'll leave it there. And, um, and so whatever, like, I'm thinking nothing of it. I'm, I'm making the assumption that my ex would not be there because it's a beautiful weekend in August and he has a fucking yacht to hang out on. So why would he be at the gym for an extended period of time? Like in, like in my head, right? Like this is, but I was like, girls gotta look hot. Cause just in case, right? Like, so I wore my brand new workout outfit, had a little bit of makeup on my hair done. And so we drive there really early in the morning. We had to get there for like seven or something. And we pull in and Kim, can I tell you, I see his fucking pickup truck. Mm. My stomach. I can't even tell you the amount of like anxiety and I felt it all in my body and like the tears and I'm going to get emotional now. The tears just started welling up and I was like, fuck. And I was like, maybe it's not his truck. And I said to Kim, I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like literally, I'm sorry. I'm cussing a lot. Like whatever. It's explicit, but that's what I was saying. And Kim was like, he's here. And I was like, yeah, he's here, but maybe that's on his truck, but I'm sure that it is because, you know, at the top of the line, freaking F-150 Platinum, like there's not, you know, you don't see them everywhere. And at the CrossFit gym, like I knew it, you know, in your intuition, right? And so I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe he's just working out because they do a master's thing in the mornings and maybe he's just working out before the competition. 
Yeah. So I get everything out of the out of the car and we walk in and there he is working out. And I don't say anything. I just look for where to put the birdhouse. I'm like looking for the cubby. And I'm like looking for the damn cubby, Kim. <laughs> and I can't find the freaking cubby. <laughs> I'm walking oh around the birdhouse and I look like an asshole. And I'm like, where is the cubby? I can't find it. So I like, I just like, and everyone's coming over to me. Can I help you? Do you need help? And I'm like, oh my God, I just want to find the cubby and put the birdhouse away because I don't want to carry a birdhouse. So I, yeah. I just put it on the top of some shelf or whatever and um, sign in, come back out. And he's by himself. He's like unloading the weight off his bar. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk into the fire, sissy. I'm going to march my little ass up to him. And I'm going to tell him I put the birdhouse in the cubby <laughs> or by the cubbies. So I put my chest out and I walk my little ass up in my booty shorts and my matching bra. And I say, hey, just so you know, I put the birdhouse. I, I messaged Cassie to see if she wanted the birdhouse because it has her initials on it. But she said you would want it. So I left it over there for you. And he was like, they're her initials too. And I was like, well... And I was like, of course she doesn't want it. And then he like kind of winked at me. And like, it was very weird. When I had walked in, he had winked at me. It was a very weird thing. Like, like a weird wink. If you could see me, like a winky with a, uh, I don't know. And I was <laughs> like, mm -mm -mm. you know, if you could see me, I'm like strutting my stuff. Right. So, and, and then I walked away and I was like, I'm not going to let him see me. Like, I'm not going to show any fucking signs of vulnerability to this man. He does not deserve it. Good for you, sissy. I That's some, some cojones to go up to him. I would have been like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck you. <laughs> I ain't going to, I, -uh. I would have demolished the birdhouse, first of all. I wouldn't have given it to him. Well, that was, you actually have, I can totally picture you walking into the CrossFit gym. Mind you, anybody that's been to a CrossFit gym, it's hot as balls, okay? They have the air conditioning on. <laughs> well, usually they don't. And carrying a big birdhouse, I can only imagine. Like, it's almost like a scene from um, uh, Dirty Dancing when she's carrying the watermelon. Yes, that's exactly what it was like. Oh, my God. Oh, awkward. Okay. Yeah. So, so then I was like, you know, I, because I, I, so my couple, my, my old couple's therapist is amazing. Her name is Genev and she is here in New Hampshire. And when this whole thing happened, I asked her if I could come back to her because I felt like she could really help me get through some of this stuff with Charlie because she knows him and she knows mm -hmm. our dynamic and everything I went through. And I'm really like, I do struggle very much with my self-worth and being a priority because of a lot of things, but including the relationship. Of course. And so when um, I walked away from him, I, so I'm glad I have therapy this week. But the one thing that she and I talked about a couple of weeks ago was um, I walk into the fire. Like I am so done running away from my shit that I need to just face it. Like I can't live like this anymore. Yeah. I refuse to. I won't do it. And so I walked away and I got like emotional. Like I got really like tears in my eyes, like whatever. And you want to know what the worst part of it was for me, Kim? What? 
and I get upset like talking about it because I don't understand how you can spend six years with somebody and be married to them and break up with them on the phone. Like, I don't understand how you can visit with me the week before, have sex with me, tell me you love me, sit in couples therapy with me, and then leave, and then tell me that you're talking to your kids about getting a divorce and not have the courage or the balls to tell me in person. And for him to get away with that and think it's okay is like fucking mind blowing to me that you can do that to another person. Yeah. I know. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how someone can do that either. I, you know, in a way I, I often think about that with my last marriage and how I ended it with, you know, Shay. And it's, it is, but it isn't similar because we broke, like she left me. She left me like on a Sunday afternoon and I broke it off through, a, through texting. I couldn't talk to her because I was so hurt. But that was a whole different situation. I think Charlie knew what he was doing and he took the cowardly way out. He is the master avoider. He he is the master avoider. He had everything drawn up, papers and all, and he waited till you were back up in New Hampshire while he was down here in Florida, because it was easier for him. And that's something that you, you should never blame yourself. Because we, you know, as well, I know as well as, as you do, that this was something that was going to happen. You were in a really, really, really toxic relationship. And I always said, it's like, he wanted you to be a stepford wife the perfect career, the perfect everything. And if you did not, if you strayed off that path, he made your life miserable. That's what I call passive aggressive, narcissist, bad traits. He's all self-indulgence with himself. And he always will because he's never opened his own wounds to heal so you know I know that you struggle with this quite quite often if not every day at least a couple times a week you always doubt yourself and you have since since the ending of that marriage to where you are now you are a completely different woman first of all you fucking came out hello I knew you were gay fucking 15 years ago. Like, let's, it's, it's about time. We need this. We need, we need, you found yourself. You found your voice. And ever since you opened up yourself, you publicly made it uh, like clear how it was, it was in your life. 
you've never had, you've never, you've never shined even like you've never shined brighter. Like you are amazing. And I'm so proud of you. You are, you have come such a long way. And I love your attitude now. And I think it's normal. I think everybody has a moment of weakness and they feel doubt and they, you know, they, they self, um, wait, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Discon dis well, I don't know what the words I'm looking for, but you, you kind of beat yourself up. You know, we don't, we don't want to, we do this. Yeah. We don't want to, but we do it. So fuck Charlie. Toss that shit in the fucking bucket. Well, hold on. I have it. Thank you. And I know you're right. Logically, I get it. I know, right? Like, I know. It's the emotional shit that comes up for me. So hold on. It gets better, sissy. So I tell him about the birdhouse. I walk away. I get all emotional. Then I th I'm like, oh, he's going home. He's done working out. He put his weights away. He goes in the back. I don't see him for a, a few minutes. Then he changes his shirt. I'm like, no, he's not staying. He can't be staying. Then he puts on a staff shirt because he's judging or doing something for the competition. Yeah. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Also, a girl that I briefly dated several months ago, who is a coach, and she shows up. Oh, God. Then Lauren shows up. <laughs> and my life is, and it, which was fine. It was kind of interesting when I said to Lauren, hey, look over there. My ex-husband's talking to a girl I used to date, because that was weird. It was kind of funny. And you got to laugh, right? Like, that what is, is my life? Funny. But. He was gone. Oh, shit. I just like knocked over my computer. Um, he was gone by one. It was only a shift. They were both gone by one. So it was uncomfortable for five minutes can or five hours. Can I tell you? Can I tell you something? What? I fucking killed that competition while he yes, was there. Yes, you did. I saw I, some videos. You looked amazing. Yes, I ran two miles in 1640. Wow. And then, and then I power cleaned 115, which is a PR for me. Awesome. And then I came in, I think first or second in another workout with rope climbs. Yeah, I saw, I saw that video. I'm like, damn, I can barely pull myself up. But let's just, let's just give my hat off to my sissy. You look yeah. amazing. So I used it as motivation. Like that's the, the moral of the story, right? I use it as motivation. I um, am completely open to the fact that I recognize that my relationship was not good with him. Like I know that logically, but emotionally I'm giving myself grace because it triggers me and impacts me in a way in like so many ways, right? Like it's not even just like that I feel unworthy or not a priority and I get triggered and working through those things. Cause that's deep seated shit from mom and dad, right? Like that started a long time ago, but yeah. the fact that people can do that to people now that bothers me, right? Like that's like empathy, right? The other really cool thing, Kim, from that day, I was surrounded by so many fucking beautiful, amazing people 
Kim, Lauren, Tyler, all the girls from CrossFit Nashua, people from CrossFit Rockingham. Every, like I was laughing and having a great time. That's all. That's awesome. My ex was by himself. So you know what? I wish him the best. I do. And I wish him not a lonely life. And I hope that he can fix him or whatever he needs to do, because I don't wish that upon anybody because I'm not like that. Yeah. But it was a perfect painting of a picture, right? Of what my life is and what it should be. And it, that was motivating to me. Like that was beautiful to me. And I was really, really grateful for that like eye-opening experience. And, you know, the next day, one of my, one of my girlfriends, Kim, she's going through some shit too. And she, I knew she was going to have to face that on Sunday. And I was there for her just like she was there for me the day before. That's the people that are in my life now, right? Like these people that want to pick me up and not pull me down and not put me in a box and not make me act like somebody that I'm not and not make me feel bad for who I am. Like I want to be me and I am And as much as it's so hard to see the light in the suck, I promise it's there guys. And you're going to cry. And I cry almost every day. Like I literally heard never enough by Kelly Clarkson in the car this morning. And I just burst into tears. Oh, it's such a great version. It's such a good song too. And it's just fucking heart wrenching and wonderful and beautiful. And (laughs) the tears are sadness and love and happiness. It's everything, right? Like I feel everything. And I'm not trying to avoid that, you know? Right. And Sissy, like, you would have been so proud of me. I, I am proud of you. You did it. You got to walk into the fire. As much as you don't want to. And yeah. sometimes you get burned, but you still got to go through it. You know, we talk about this with you too, right? Like, you talk about your ex. And... Um. I love your ex, right? Like I love your wife. Like, don't get me wrong, but your ex was also a big part of my life. Oh, absolutely. For a long and we time. Still t- we still, t- we still, you know, every once in a blue moon, we do talk every now and then, see, just a uh, pick, see how we're doing in life. And, you know, I feel, I feel for her cause she's struggling right now and going through a bad breakup. And I immediately went to the guilt. I immediately went to, oh my God. I put her in this situation and I know I do it to myself and I, I beat myself up, but I know that I can't do that. But yeah, sometimes you just need to. And that's me going into the fire because I wouldn't normally do that. But so it's, I think, therapeutic for me to work on my guilt, to get over that guilt. And if that means by communicating with her, I'm okay with that because we didn't communicate at, at the end. We didn't communicate with the divorce. Like I didn't talk to her. There was no so there was, there was no closure whatsoever. So but don't I'm you happy. feel like, like people come into your life. Like you were not intended to be married to her, right? Like you're intended to build a family with Sasha and she's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful person, but some people just have a lasting impact. And maybe you're intended to have some form of a relationship with her, not a, like a friendship uh-huh. or anything like that necessarily, but when you're called to check on somebody, there's a reason when you're, you know, you need to, and it's like, be the bigger person. You know, I, and I, I, I we say me and my ex say this sometimes it's not like she would be my soulmate. 
because that's my wife. But I always think that Shay will be my life mate. She was my best friend and we, we grew up, we were together for, we would have been like together over 10 years. Like it's crazy how we, we spent a lot of time together yeah. and you can't just erase 10 years. No. So, and I can't either. I miss her too. I mean, I we're, know. Going, we're going to New Mexico in, in September. And I was like, oh my God, I need to visit her. <laughs> no, she's back in Oklahoma though. Thanks know, for listening guys. Again, it's this now. is Crystal M. North. You, you can find me on Instagram at Crystal M. North. Do, or you can follow the podcast at grace.and.growth.podcast. Yeah. She, she, also, you can check me out. She's, she's finding herself. And Redhead of the Madness 85 on Instagram. Reach out if you have any questions and have a great day. We all have Talk a journey to, next to see. We do. And your journey involves a little one, a little bundle of joy. A little bundle of joy. I'm actually doing the nurse. Some of the, I'm starting the nursery today. So Wonderful. T- oh boy, so much to do. It's, it's, you, know what, and you know, it's honestly, it's never going to stop now that you're bringing a little one into this world. Oh, I know. It's the never ending shit. That's a topic for another day though, because I can't even get into children right now. Right now, no. No I more you. tears for mama today. I got you. No more tears for mama. <laughs> this has been emotional enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, it's funny as we were preparing for this episode or catching up this morning, sissy, I didn't have an agenda for what we were going to talk about today. I didn't. Um, And I've been a little bit of an emotional disaster now because I went through like a two-day competition for CrossFit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's physically draining and then just emotionally draining, right? Like the ups and downs and running around and life in between. And um, I believe, and I met a woman this weekend who's 58 with a five-month-old that she just had that was competing. Wow, that's amazing. Topic for another day. She needs to be on our podcast because she's launching her own as well. Um, Barb, if you're listening, that's for you, baby. Um, But, you know, I think that it's really important that we share these things so that other people here know they're not alone because nobody's alone. If you're alone, you're choosing to be alone, guys. And I don't want to be alone. And that doesn't mean like I need to have, be in a, relationship or anything like that but just speak talk reach out to somebody anybody because people are there and they are going through what you're going through everybody is going through the same thing like it's just in a different way yeah so and we all can relate we all can relate tell your tribe I messaged two of my closest girlfriends this morning and I said is it okay to sit in your car and cry and I literally received messages from them all day after asking how I'm doing just to check on me and I, you know, because I've stopped giving a shit because I'm a human <laughs> and we all fucking cry. Yeah. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I don't do drugs. I'm not even drinking for God's sakes. Yeah. I mean, just fucking let it out. Feel the feels. And thank you for being the most amazing sister in the entire world. I could not live this life without you. That's for dang sure. Me too, sissy. I couldn't, I couldn't be mean without you at all. I couldn't function if you weren't here. You're amazing. You're amazing. We're having a Kodak moment. We are. I'm staring into your eyeballs. 
Because he's got good hair today, girls. Mm. I try, I try. All right, friends. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Stay tuned. Bye.